Welcome back, everybody, to episode two of this D&D adventure. Last time, our heroes were teleported and spirited away to another very unknown part. And um, they fought some owlbears and met Adele, the Aarakocra, who, is, who has asked them for help in return for her guidance out of this forest. I think the term hero is not correct. Yes, I feel like earned. I think umbrage with that. Yes, my character is like 180 years old. She might be a hero or a villain. We don't know. That's true. You guys don't know. I mean, I'm the one who looks most like a villain. I'm a red-skinned tiefling with wonky horns who wears lots of red, and I summon demons. I mean, don't judge the demons. So what? Yeah. They can be. They're good demons. Yes. Yes. Good demons. <laughs> yeah, actually, we didn't we didn't really talk about it last time. But like, how do your characters look? Like, what do they wear? How do they look like? So, as I said, the red man he wears lots of uh, bright red garb. It kind of looks like a almost like a jester type outfit, but you can tell that the armor he's wearing it's leather armor. It's very serviceable. It's very uh, flexible. Allows him to do his blade dance with great precision without getting in its way or slowing him down. His horns are kind of misshapen and he wears a kind of a motley red jester's cap attached to his horns to give him a sort of less frightening presence i love that he wears a hat yes it's kind of a jester's hat <laughs> that makes him does that make him more or less terrifying that's the question <laughs> if it's a friend i mean who's afraid of clowns especially especially fire-breathing clowns <laughs> So Hedwig, as she mentioned in the last episode, is slightly tall for a dwarf at 5'1 slash 155 centimeters tall. She's got um, like a medium deep skin tone and very curly dark hair that's tied up into like a braid mohawk to get it, keep it out of her face. And she is wearing very heavy armor. Um, clank, 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 clank. Yeah, clank. so she is... Not very fast, and she is very loud, so you will not be able to sneak with her. Um, yeah, and it's, yeah, simple silver-colored armor, um, but on the in the middle of the chest, there is a symbol. And it is a forked lightning bolt descending from a cloud, which is partly obscuring the sun. And that's the symbol of her uh, deity, uh, Strongmouse. And, yeah, and she carries a shield as well. Um, and she wields a warhammer. Um, yes, Ahoy where is wearing all like a dark gray, blackish uh, vibe. Um, has a long, uh, is wearing a dark pants with uh, just like trekking boots, like easy to get around in any terrain wherever they, he wants to go. Um, wearing like a mesh ish, like a mesh ish uh, crop top. Un like revealing his uh, abdomen that is scarred with scarred with scars that go around from his entire torso um, left over from his uh, tumultuous past and the poisonous sting of something. His and edgy, edgy backstory. 
Yes, and he is also to keep warm is wearing uh, an all-terrain robe that covers has a hood and goes down to the ground, which is lined at the bottom with the stained skins of his enemies that he takes a patch of as he and as he <laughs> as he gets them. Yeah, he lines his entire robe. <laughs> With this, the, um, You're the most villainous well, looking one here. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought like the Radman is intense, but... That's a hoy. <laughs> After you hung out around the fireplace a little bit and kind of recuperated as best you could after the after last night's encounter... Quick question. Um, are we getting another long rest or is it just being a short rest for spell slot usage? Yeah, I think, I think you get your spell slots back and everything. And okay, cool. All right, well then today I'm going to prepare uh, because I when at the start of each day I prepare which spells I'm going to have used. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to have summon lesser demons prepared today. Instead, I'm going to have Melf's minute meteors prepared. Ah, okay. Inside a cave. That's interesting. Kaboom. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, all the things we did last time with hit dice, it's like all resets now. Okay. Got it. For those of you who used some spells, all of those spell slots you also regain, which always happens after a long rest. Got it. You have definitely like recuperated quite a bit from, from last night's encounter, and Adele is up and ready to go and looks questioningly at you and says, okay, so you're going to help me, we're going to not kill them, and we're going to capture them. Deal? And I'll help you out of this forest, of course. Deal. I begrudgingly say yes and turn to my compatriots with worried eyes. Let's see how it goes. I'll take it. She leads you through the forest. And sure enough, after a few hours, you're at the entrance of a massive, massive cave. Can I make an investigation check to look around and see if there's any signs of habitation? Sure. All right, I have plus seven to investigation. So... So 1d20 plus 7. I got a total of 13. I'm looking for if there's somebody hiding here. There might be footprints. There might be signs of people leaving waste here. There might be um, a water source. There might be a you know, bucket, footprints, leftover garbage, anything that says that somebody's here. You you see like a few the traces of animals go or like other like more animal-like creatures. <laughs> Not at the entrance of the cave itself more more further away two sets of footprints of different different uh, you know from different people coming from different directions and they enter the cave and they do not exit okay i ask what's his face what's your face what's your name Adele. mr birdman miss birdman please <laughs> i ask miss birdman um what's the name of your boss and where are they located uh, my my lady is called Skadi. She uh, she's located quite far away in in the mountains where she where she resides in her castle. Ad- Adele stands in front of the entrance of the cave. Says, Shall we go? Well, this person that we are seeking to capture, what do they look like? And do, are you aware of any abilities that they have that we should be on the lookout for? There is a reason why he dwells in this cave. If you look at the entrance, you can kind of 
see his proportions. He's very, very big. You said I found two sets of footprints. Yes. Are they both big? They're both humanoid. They're both not not like huge. Okay. So. But why are we being so cryptic? This is someone we're supposed to be capturing. Like, wouldn't it be a good idea if we knew what they looked like? This is why she's not trustworthy. <laughs> no, this is just me me thinking. <laughs> like, this is not her. This is not her hesitating. This is me like, it would would she like like tell you or not? You know, okay. she would. She has to tell us. Yeah. What kind of teammate who says honesty? <laughs> He's not going to tell us what we're after. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, a teammate who doesn't want you to run the other direction and still help you. No, I mean, if all the better reason to run in the, in the other direction. I don't know how to break this to you, but... So the person that I'm looking for is a stone giant. A giant? No biggie. I used to hang around storm giants. They're bigger. I'm quite afraid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have like a smorgasbord of reactions there. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I understand, Ahoy, but we are five. We're five very equipped people and spiders. One of which we cannot trust. Hey, don't say that about CD8. No, that was, that was my joke. That was not oh. her joke. Yeah, that was going to be joke. like, that's a dangerous joke to be making <laughs> that was there. That Chris's joke. <laughs> Um, okay, I, I understand you have just met me and I, I've asked you to help me kill someone. I am very confident that over time we will be able to, you know, build some trust. And what, what better way of a trust exercise than to face up against a stone giant, I suppose. The humanoid footprints, just a quick check. Do they match Adele's? No, she has uh, talons and stuff. She has, she has like... Okay. It's it's it's, it's right. like people who wore shoes. All right. So the stone giant has some sort of attendant with him, or ally of some kind. So Fine. we're all good with capturing a stone giant. Not good, but begrudgingly we'll continue with this. I'll take the legs. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's uh, we we can we can we can uh, discuss how we're going to transport him later. I guess. Well, I'll carry his legs. You guys carry his head. He's very very heavy. But let's let's worry about that. But, but, but we cut him into smaller pieces. It'll be easy. <laughs> I look Adele straight in the eye and tell her, I will never trust you. You rolled a really good inside check, just so you know. Like, <laughs> uh, you know you can trust her. No, I can't trust anybody. That's the whole point. That's my character, Chris. I had one. I had a character like that, too. Yeah, you don't have to trust me. You just have to help me, and then I can help you, and then we're all good. And you don't have to tell me every five minutes that you don't trust me. It's also will. kind of hurtful. <laughs> no? Okay. Right. And she enters the cave. Do Air Cocker have dark vision? Can she see? Is there a light source, or does she have a torch? She is using a torch, ruining the element of surprise. Does she have to use a torch? That's okay, because I'm going like clang, 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 clang. But uh, yeah, she, otherwise she can't see. Like, can you see in a cave without a torch? I mean, we can guide her. She trusts us. She trusts <laughs> us, but she's not going to be any use in combat. She can't see the enemy. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay, and, uh, you know, you go for a while. She goes first. How else are you, like, going? You're basically going in a, in a line. I'm walking on the ceiling. Me and nice. CD8 are walking on the ceiling. Nice. Cool. 
Boomhilda, would you like to go after the Garecrocker? I just feel like if someone comes charging at us, you'll be able to put a stop to it better than I would. I don't know how I feel about walking in front of you. Oh, you're right. You don't want people to not see me. Of course, of course. What am I thinking? Of course, you want everyone to see my bright, fleshy garbs. Okay, of course. I'll go ahead. I'll go right after. I'll go after Adele. I'll guard the rear. Do, 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 do. And after a while, you come to a fork in the road. Where do you go? Left or right? Look for prints or look for footprints. If it's a stone giant, it must have left large tracks, right? There are no tracks of the stone giant. Ahoy, what do your elf eyes see? Ha! <laughs> Reference acknowledged. <laughs> what, do, what do his elf eyes see? <laughs> is, is that something I'm supposed to know? <laughs> well, it's just because you're the ranger, so you're a yeah. little bit better at like looking at stuff, so I was thinking that so maybe... Make a perception check. You could, yeah, you That's, make it. I don't understand when to do these checks and stuff, so what can I do now? <laughs> I mean, we've come to a fork in the road. What skills do you have that could give us a good idea about which direction to go? Seeing as you're a tracker, you're a ranger, what kind of skills do you have? Do you want to perceive, use perception to look for tracks? Do you want to use survival to try and determine where this type of cave structure normally goes? All right, I'll use a perception check. Well, with a nine, you can tell that the footprint, both sets of footprints uh went to the left can cd8 also do a perception check <laughs> uh no for now it's just you <laughs> mm. i can make a perception check as well because we all can yep let's see got a 19 what do my dwarf eyes see uh you should probably go to the left all right so i say yeah i agree with ahoy let's go left so you guys uh go to the left you come up onto a wall. All of you need to do an athletics check to be able to climb it up. So please roll athletics. I thought I can just walk. Except except for except for all who can just like walk on the <laughs> That's nice. Ceiling. So can can uh, CD8 and I go up and then do a perception check to see if anything's up there? Yeah, sure. Good idea. So I just roll again. Mm-hmm. 21. Nice. Nice. What's up there? Just, you know, it continues... As normal, there's nothing like awaiting you or anything. The tracks still continue. Uh, yes, both of them still continue. Okay, is it moist? Is it dry? Like, give me like, what does it feel like? So it got drier as you went inside the cave, and it's it's even it's like very dry right now. Okay, come on up, everybody. Hey, catch! Uh, and I'm gonna toss up a rope for him to. Attached to something so that he can it can help me climb up. Not very confident in your athletic abilities. No, the red man is not very good at physical activities like running or climbing. He's very dexterous. He's very uh, he can do some cool tricks, but uh, physical labor? No, 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 no. And does Ahoy help him? Yes, of course. I don't know. So you trust the murder clown more than the uh, copper? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> All right, uh, so. With a rope, that'll give me a bonus to my athletics to climb. Okay, cool. So, okay, I got 17. With the, the bonus, I'll get an even 20. Yeah, you both, everyone makes it. Oh, with my 13? <clears throat> nice. Yeah, just so. It was a DC of 12. <laughs> so it's like I jumped and, like, grabbed the edge and, like, with much noise. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hoped some, someone of you would fall down yeah, just because it would be, it would be funny. But... Yeah. What about uh, Adele? 
Oh, she makes it. How? She doesn't roll. Well, air cockras actually have talons and claws that will give them ah. a climbing speed too. Okay. Okay, so the path widens as you go along and you go, you come into like a hall of sorts. Before we enter, can I do, can I check something? Yeah, sure. I want to see how long, how old the footprints are. Mm-hmm. I'll do survival. Oof. You can de- you can tell that they weren't both here at the same time. I give you that with it for twelve. Cool. Okay. Mm. I raise a question, Adele. Are you the first person who's been sent after this giant? I do, I I have no idea. All right. I honestly I've begun to, I've begun to question this uh, why I've been sent by my own, but. I I have no idea why like whether there have been any pre predecessors who obviously if there were any were unsuccessful. I feel like you need to ask more questions. I agree. I'm just grateful to be of service. You'd be able to do your job better if you asked more questions. Hmm. Didn't think about it that way. Can you communicate with your boss remotely? No. Okay. There are no communication methods. Uh, that are that long range, unfortunately. Carrier pigeon. I take offense to that, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I I do not use this form of communication. You enter this this room, and because y'all have dark vision, those are just like a bunch of strange statues. So this room is like thirty by thirty feet, roughly, maybe a little bit more, uh, and they're just like. Like a few, a few statues, like all over this place, basically. A bunch of stone statues. Yeah. My time to shine. Uh, just, just for the purposes. So there's an entra- There's like an exit or entrance in the north northeast of the map. Are they humanoid statues? Do they look like they do? Are they like winged creatures? No, they're not winged. They're just, uh, they're like humanoids for sure. Okay. Um, I would like to use my ability with stonework to see what I can tell about these statues. So this is called stone cunning. Oof, that is a low roll, but got a 13 still. So so what is it what is it exactly that you're looking for? I've rolled history for stonework. So um I think for something like that, if it were to have been done by a famous person or a famous clan, I would know that. And I think perhaps what is more relevant here, I would be able to tell if it were May, if it's natural or not. Natural statues? She'd know, she'd know if it was like a normal statue or if it was magically made. Mm. Or, yeah, so, or if it's something that's not really stone, but it's disguised as stone, for example, I'd be say that's not actually stone, like something like that. Um, yeah, so if it's if it's new, if it's old, what kind of stone it's made out of. Uh, but mm. of course, it's par- It's also up to your discretion. A 13 doesn't quite hit the DC that I set to, you know, mm-hmm. unveil, yeah, not a unveil everything about it. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you that those statues... From what you can see with the 13, it's like they are all... So it's a, I mean, I guess you could call it realism. It's it's a, it's a like quite realistic statues of people. So it's other people? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all people. Are they looking scared? Are they looking angry? Why don't you ro- roll an investigation check for that? Uh, okay. So investigation is plus seven. So I got a total of, ooh, like 25. Ooh, 25. Nice. 
you would probably have to move around and look at a few of the statues mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. uh, find yeah, that out. Look over here, look at this guy. Ooh, what's that? Look over here, look at this guy. Oh, wow, over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, from what you can see, and like, where is everyone else? Like, Hedwig's definitely like running around somewhere here. Yeah, I've She's also like, been what? kind of. She's like going like this way, maybe. Maybe you're spreading out or something. I don't know. Not too far. <laughs> I would say experience adventurer. Yes, exactly. Um, but we probably have um, maybe a little bit, but we're definitely not going on opposite sides of the hall. Okay, some of, some of the ones that you looked at were just like normal, like what one or two of them actually like struck a pose. But there are definitely a few where you can see like varying shades of surprise or shock or horror on their faces. Uh, I'm going to see if these creatures have been magically turned to stone using the petrification ability. Mm-hmm. So I have Arcana is plus 7, 7 and 20. So that's 15 plus 7, so 22 on one of the scared ones. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now I please everybody make a perception check. It's an 8, a 9, and a 21. The red man can definitely hear the sound of many feet coming to this hall. Hmm. From which direction? From the northwest. So up there where Ahoy is hiding? <laughs> up there where Ahoy is, for sure. But ah. he's on the ceiling. How high is the ceiling? Uh, the ceiling is uh, not that high, actually. It's definitely not as high as the entrance to the cave. It's, it's like uh, lowered significantly. Uh, I would say it's now 12, 14 meters, something like that. Oh, that's quite high. Uh, sorry, tw- 12, 14 feet. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to duck behind a statue. I'm going to tell everyone else as well. I'm like, Ouch, hide, hide, since they may not have heard what I heard. Okay, so I do my best to hide behind a statue. Okay, so everyone is pretty far away from the entrance of the, of the Northwest, hiding behind a statue. I, I assume Ahoy and CD8 are on the on the ceiling, or are they on the floor? Yeah, we're on the ceiling. And from the entrance in the northwest. Whoa. Ah, oh, fuck. It's a basilisk. It is a basilisk I indeed. Assumed. And as you see the basilisk, Adele and the Redman have the misfortune of hiding behind two gargoyles who have hidden behind the people that the basilisk has uh, petrified. All right, so please, everyone, roll initiative. 13 for the red man. 10 for Hedwig. So the way this works, there are actually f- uh, four gargoyles here, but Hedwig is going to take care of two of them. You mean uh, Adele? Oh, my fucking God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, am I? No, sorry. So there, uh, there's more than two gargoyles here, but the way this works is that Adele is going to take care of the gargoyle that's, that's attacking her and another one. So you guys are facing up against the basilisk and two gargoyles. So the uh, the gargoyle um, does a multi-attack and does a 17 hit. Uh, against me? Yes. Yes, yes, it does. So you, t- Ooh, you take eight uh, piercing damage. Ow. Did not like that at all. Ow, indeed. Okay, first up, it's a hoist turn. Cool. How does the um, poison work? So if I get this thing poisoned, what happens to it? The basilisk? Yeah. What are, how are you poisoning it? Oh, no, with the spider. 
Uh, so it's poison damage. There's a poison condition, which would mean uh, it would have disadvantage on all of its attack rolls. And then there's poison damage, which is just a damage type. It'll just do extra damage to them. But he has to get over there and attack first. Got it. I see. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, because that'll inform what I do, I guess. Um, I guess the first thing I'll do is shoot it with a bow. What was the attack again? Uh, roll a d20 and then add your plus eight cool. for the longbow. Thank you. That hit? That hits for sure. And then what do I do for the? Uh, you get roll a d8 and add plus three, I think. What's that again for the plus three? Uh, the de your dexterity dexterity modifier, which is what you Got use it. with range attacks. Got it. Seven damage. So then I can do it again. Yes, and your second attack is also it. Oof. <laughs> Four damage, that's better than nothing. I can't use CD8 in my bonus or whatever my other move, right? Yeah, so basically you use your action to command them to attack, and when they do, you get to attack as well, or you just attack twice. But you can still order CD8 to move freely, so you can, whatever CD8's movement is, Yeah. Uh, you can move her that many feet around the board. I see. I'll chill for there for now or do you should i get out of the way i don't know i will i mean you're on the ceiling you're not in the way of anything yeah good point <laughs> also i'll chill there though all right next up is the red man all right the red man is not happy the red man was standing next to this lovely looking statue and was just like ah i'm safe here and then suddenly a statue punched him in the face and i'm going to shoot a giant blade of fire 60 feet this direction Agonazar's Scorcher. It's basically, it's almost like a lightning bolt, but with fire. Nice. And so a giant ball of, or not balls, but a giant line of fire erupts from my hands and goes straight this direction, burning all enemies in the line. And so it gets one, two, three. I don't know if these are gargoyles or not, but I, just in case they are, I'm going to burn them all. Gotta burn them all. Gotta burn them all. So I'd hit these three, it won't, or I could hit these three. Well, it's time to make a decision. I'm going to go with this one. Okay. Is it a is it an attack or is it a saving throw? It is a saving throw, and if okay. they aren't, if they um aren't, if they're in stone form, they can't dodge. Uh they have to unpetrify themselves i did not know that that's unfortunate but i mean he also already got in a surprise attack so he's not in stone form Ooh, that one does not save that's a critical fail all right so he misses like a thing so he's going to take abanazar's scorcher damage which is 3d8 fire damage uh so he's going to take it is initially seven however i get to reroll the one thanks to mm -hmm. my flames of flegatos feet so i'm going to reroll so i've got a four and a two this one's gone and this one's gone because they're they were dead. They were petrified people. Mm. And I am now covered in fire. So any more attacks against me will deal fire damage to the attacker. And that's me done. Oh, sorry. No, I'm not done. Bonus okay. action. <laughs> sorry. Bonus action. Enter my blade dance. The basilisk's turn. Okay. The basilisk is not very quick. <laughs> as as. A, has, uh, I wasn't gonna use this this round, but I also don't want to. I don't want it to like not attack. He's right up on Hedwig, and he's going to bite you. Adele, 
Nope, me. Nope. This time it was correct, <laughs> but I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, so the attack is... A Ooh! Could you not? That's a crit. That's a... F oh, my word. This is, this is bad. I feel I'm like you're sorry. picking on me. <laughs> you have poison like resistance or immunity, right? Yeah, resistance to poison damage and advantage on my saving throws. It's 22 <laughs> and 4 poison damage. Okay, so... You're bloodied. <laughs> I'm fine. It's just a flesh wound. And that's the Basilisk's turn. Everyone, you can make a check for either history, arcana, or nature. I got a one. I know nothing. Oh, gracious. <laughs> okay, I know not to look. Only Hedwig knows this, but um, you can, uh, you can, can avert your eyes. Yeah. Because if you look it directly in the eye, something mm -hmm. might happen that we all know because we all know Harry Potter. <laughs> but obviously, if you avert your eyes, you can't see it. I mean, you can look away from its face. I mean, it I literally attacked you, so you know where yeah. it is. I'm not going to let you have disadvantage on yeah. it if you choose to attack it. I'm going to cast Shatter. So you'd you'd hit one uh, gargoyle, two like no, two gargoyles, one potential gargoyle, and the basilisk. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to hit cast shatter and I'm going to use uh, destructive wrath, which means I can max damage and I'm going to cast as a fourth level spell. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. And you're also almost dead after the first attack. So yeah, good, good exactly. Choice. So this thing got to throw everything you've got at it. So with shatter, it is a um, constitution saving throw. Each creature in a 10 foot radius sphere centered on a point must make a constitution saving throw. A creature will take 4d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. A creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. A non any non-magical object that is not being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spell's area. Wow, okay, the Basilisk definitely uh, failed. Mm-hmm. What was the DC? 15. Okay, the one that attack is attacking the Ratman also fails. The one that's attacking the uh, uh, is attacking Adele saved. That is 32 thunder damage. Ooh, 32, are you kidding me? Yeah. So the, the Basilisk doesn't look too good. The one that Adele is fighting is also gone. Nice. And the one that is right next to you, right up on you, is severely damaged. <laughs> next up. We have, who do we have? It's the Gargoyle's turn. Okay, so the one that is on the red man is going to multi-attack and bite. The fir the bite is an 18. I it's a that miss. Nope, that, a is miss? A mi that is a miss while I'm in my blade dance. Wow, okay. That's, that's, kind of, that's incredible for a wizard, honestly. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's, that's crazy. Okay, then we have the claws. That's a 22, though. That's, that that's is a hit. I'm going to use my reaction to hit him with a hellish rebuke. Okay, cool. You take seven damage, though. And uh, he's going to take two forms of fire damage. He takes uh, 1d4 fire damage from me being covered in fire. That is a three. And then I'm going to hit him with a, um, a tiefling ability called hellish rebuke. It's basically the blood that spurts out of my body as I'm hit uh, explodes. Is how I'm saying it. And um, he, <laughs> he has to make a saving throw. Dex, I assume. 
Yes, you're right. Dexterity saving throw. Cool. I don't have dex. Oh, are you kidding me? That's another natural 20, everyone. <laughs> That's the fourth one to, uh, fifth one today. All right. So he'll take half damage then. Okay. Okay. So um, this is a first level spell, but as a tiefling, I get to, to cast, I get to cast as a third level spell for free. Oof. So wow. it is instead of a 2d10 fire damage, it becomes a 4d10 fire damage. I'm scared for, for this gargoyle. So he takes a 26th half. He takes 13 fire damage from that. So that's that was on his turn. Okay, I can tell you every one of your opponents is bloodied. Nice. Next up is the gargoyle that's right up in, in Hedwig's face. Mm-hmm. And the gargoyle is going to do a bite attack first. It's a 16. It's not a hit. And the claw attack, mm-hmm. which is an unnatural 20, which is a hit. Mm-hmm. So you take five damage. Okay. We're we're back to the top of the round with Ahoy. Just to clarify, all the gargoyles have been revealed now, right? Yeah. So I'm going to do a couple things here. Cool. So I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to stay on the ceiling. I'm going to move here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ahoy is going to the other side of the cave. Yeah. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to have... CD8 come here and then attack this guy, this big man. Oh, wow. CD8 is going right for the basilisk. He's going right. to try to save um, Hedwig. Um, I don't know how this fight, this damage works, though. Um, so it's the same as yours. You roll to hit. You add your proficiency bonus. So it's the same as mine. Mm-hmm. His attack bonus is normally plus three, right? Yeah, and then you get to add your proficiency to it because he's your bond. So that's six. So a d20 plus six to hit. Got it. Cool, thank you. 13 for the basilisk is unfortunately a miss. Oh, no. Uh, spider. So instead, and then for my actual attack, then I will shoot the basilisk from here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, d20 plus three? Eight. Eight? Okay, cool, thanks. Sorry. 21? 21, that's a hit. For cool. sure. Then... D8 plus 3. As Adam likes to say, that's a hit on the button. And the basilisk is dead. And I cannot believe I, I didn't get to use the petrifying thing because I wanted to wait for the second round. But it didn't make it to the second round. Yay. So the basilisk is, de- is oh, dead. Thank goodness. Yay, you're saved. Yes, I am. Because uh, those things are deadly. Next up is the red man. Uh, I'm going to spray some of my blood... Uh, over my sword, <laughs> causing it to burst into green flames. Ooh. And I'm going to smack this creature with the green flame blade. On the butt. I'm going to aim for its face, but sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've had so many butt-related injuries playing our last campaign. we got to break the break the ice, do something new. Plus 12, plus so 18. Yep. Alright. On a hit, the target suffers the weapon's normal effects. Which is 1d8 plus 3. So it takes 5 piercing damage from my sword. Uh, and I also cause green fire to leap to oh, a second creature. But there's no other creatures around. Mm. That's that. a cool effect, though. Yeah. And with that, this gargoyle is dead. Great. And then, just to be spiteful, I will stab it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. No, tradition's important. Yes, absolutely. I think I'm just going to 
swing my hammer at this gargoyle's face. Uh, is your uh, weapon magical? It is not. It's a 23. That's a tr- that's definitely a hit. Okay. Um, Woof. That's another hit on the button. <laughs> oh, sweet. Woo, minimum <laughs> damage. And just as you hit, it, hit the gargoyle's head clean off, or I guess it's not a statue anymore, but you do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, you see Adele making good work of the second gargoyle that was attacking her. And so now there's just a bunch of weird statues of petrified people in this room. Particularly the statues of humanoids that look scared. Were they dressed? Or any of them look like they were dressed in armor or hunting gear? Or did they have any any symbols on them that match uh, Adele's attire? Uh, none of them have any like sigil or whatever that resembles something that Adele wears. Okay. I ask Adele if she recognizes any of these people. She takes a good hard look of, at all of them. No one here seems familiar. Hmm. Okay. All right. I need to catch my breath for a minute. And I think uh, Boomhilda needs a few minutes to catch her breath too. Why would you say that? I'm bleeding profusely from my side. And I was just going to use you as an excuse to make me feel better. But if you can handle it, I can handle it. No, I'm lying. I can't handle it. I need to sit down. (laughs) Um, I definitely could use a cure wounds i think we have hit since it's a new day we have our hit dice back so i can if i spend two hit dice i should be okay okay so can we take an hour to an in-game hour to rest ourselves to catch our breaths after that fight sure i'm fine so <laughs> yeah a high is chilling on the ceiling i said nice <laughs> shot you definitely saved my skin with two hit dice and two con modifiers, I am back to full hit points. Maybe I should also recover. Have you taken any damage? No, but I didn't know that you get new hit dice again, so I saved the hit dice from yesterday, and I didn't use yeah, all of them. Yeah, but you you can't use the hit dice if you haven't been, like... But I don't have max. Yeah, no, that reset after the long rest. Oh, so, so every time it resets, top. Yeah, yeah. so you're, you're pretty uh... much, after a, a good night's rest, you're able to heal yourself back up to full. Oh, so you don't need to, okay. Got it. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not just the hit dice reset. It's that you actually also your HP resets. Yeah. HP and spell slots and everything. It. It's like going to the Pokemon Center, basically. Yeah. yeah pretty much. <laughs> Adele. Adele's there too, of course. To the discontent of Ahoy, she's still there. Shot's just shaking his head. She's, he's not happy about this character that I've invented. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I tell CD8 to follow her and keep an eye on her. Okay, so she she asks. Obviously, like we're ca- coming kind of close to our our like mission objective. What do you think? How should we approach? Maybe we could give him a chance to surrender. I say, why don't we talk to him? And she looks at Ahoy and uh, and like just like waits for your <laughs> for your input. If you and if you don't want to take anything, she's gonna move on after five seconds and say, okay. Maybe maybe we should waltz in there and... I have an idea. What if we behead the basilisk and bring it with us as a, a show of force that we're not to be trifled with? Like, hey, we're here to capture you. Oh, by the way, we killed this giant monster that was living here. So just so you know, you know we're kind of legit. Or maybe tribute. Wouldn't that antagonize him? Only if he likes it. 
Neem Basilisk seems to have taken care of a lot of previous visitors. Okay, let's cut off. I did not expect this to be happening, but let's cut off the basilisk's head. Everybody make a strength check. Isn't it kind of dangerous to carry this thing around? Not really, it's dead. So it's not a Medusa thing? No, the creature's dead, its powers are gone. Okay, alright. Also, I'm pretty sure that uh, basilisk's eyes or basilisk's organs of some kind will be useful in some sort of alchemy. Perhaps an alchemist would pay us for its head. Alright. So what you're saying is you want a bag of a basilisk? Well, I want to carry it around first to scare people. Uh, I'm going to um, heat my uh, my weapon up super hot and use it to carve through the creature's neck. I, I'm just thinking which kind of check do I want you to... Like, what kind of check would that be? I have lots of fire spells. One green flame blade, for example. Just, just heat up my weapon really hot. And I can use my hammer. To like sure. use your, sure. like, hit your knife. Yeah. Oh, like and a hoy can use his strength to just pull. I want no part of this. <laughs> All right. All right. So we do that. We take a few minutes and just like remove its head. While you guys are doing that, I'll tell CDA to go down the little corridor and report and come back and see if he sees anything. Oh, smart. Okay, let's follow CDA down this corridor for a minute. And he tip, 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 tip goes through the corridor and it's just a very very long corridor there's a branch in the way and cd8 goes to the right nope cd8 comes back i was gonna have a grand reveal but okay Okay. (laughs) sure 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 sure. he he has taught uh cd8 to be very cautious exactly i appreciate that so cd8 returns as soon as he sees the branching of the path Okay, so he comes and tells us that there's a fork in the road. So everybody, there's a fork in the road down in, down the path. All right. What should we do? Well, we should go and decide. Mm, this seems sketchy to me. It probably is. Adele, you should go down and turn left. <laughs> uh, you jerk. <laughs> I think we should all go together. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, if I'm coming, we aren't, we aren't stealthing. Oh, true. I mean, you can try. You will have disadvantage, but you can try. Should I send CD8 down all the way and then bring him back and see what he says? Or see what he finds? Only if you feel comfortable. I'll go with CD8. I'll be back. I think I have to stick by his side for this. Okay, so you go through the corridor and you end up at the the fork in the road. CD8, let's go left. <laughs> okay. You go left. <laughs> it's a dead end. That's what it is. You walk and walk and walk for an hour, and then there's a dead end. Oh, jeez. I think at that point, we probably would have gone to f- find them. An hour? Uh, just to make you suffer, Rashad. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you're not actually walking this. So we go back, and then we go the other way, I guess. Fine. 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 <laughs> fine. Okay, you go to the right, and it also takes you quite a while. Just suddenly, there's a wide opening... I don't go into the wide opening immediately. Okay. I want, I want to sort of creep up into it very... Okay, please make a stealth check. Ooh, can I do that? Yep. What's that? <laughs> That's a stealth ability. Yeah, it's a plus six, so d20 plus six. Yep. Cool. 19. Okay, you kind of sneak around, tippy toes. You see this this huge, gorgeous space 
with a waterfall and some moss and it just like looks really nice they're they're definitely like stalactites hanging from the ceiling pretty big cave um about the size of the one that you were just in and then there is a throne if you will in the wall on one side of this this room but it is completely empty hmm. Ooh, i kind of want to sit in that chair we're not there you're not there not there yet <laughs> never mind <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's going on until i tell you fine i'll go get them i'll be i'll be nice be nice <laughs> and i have to tell them the truth right i don't have to no you don't no, have to you don't have to do anything oh. you don't want to do Ah, well, no. I'll bring him over. I'm not going to lie to my compatriots. To be fair, Adele hasn't either, so just saying. Hasn't lied? No. Oh, well, still don't trust her. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, so you tell everyone that you went through the right and uh, went saw this nice No, place. I tell everyone that I went to the left and I found the space. <laughs> no, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Make everyone do the same thing I did. Okay, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> okay cool. So uh, Adele was like ready, ready to go. How's everyone else feeling? Ready. Nervous. What's your patron's name again? Your lady? Scotty. Could you spell that for me? S-K-A-D-I. Okay. I don't think we should continue. This is making me nervous. I've spent time with Giant. I think we should just talk to him. We can find out who he is, what he is, and in a, especially in a cave like this, we'd probably be able to run away. I am not risking the life of CD8. If anything happens, if this goes haywire, we're out of here. That's fine. All right. Fine. Let's do it. All right. You in? I'm in. Adele's like, great, and leads the way. Or or rather, would you prefer to lead the way, Ahoy, after you so bravely scouted ahead? I'll walk on the ceiling. This that's this one is, the, is a tunnel, so, so it's not very high. Uh, okay, I'll walk on the ground. Sure, fine, I'll lead the way. Fine, if you have to walk on the ground. <laughs> it's a, I did say it's a tunnel that the, the basilisk was di digging. Oh. Tunnels can be different sizes. Yeah. It's very true, but uh, the, the yeah. basilisk isn't very tall, so yeah. All right, okay. looping along. So you're you're up front, and then what, do you trust Adele right behind you? No, she takes up the rear. No, Adele will be up front. I'll be behind her. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell her where to go. Sounds good. And Adele agrees. Hand on my um, what is it called dagger. You don't need to tr need to threaten me, Ahoy. <laughs> I'm going on my own volition. You can put away the dagger. It's fine. Just for safekeeping. Just to let you know. Yeah, but you don't have to have it like an inch from my back. I'd appreciate <laughs> that. Well, this is you. You chose to bring us along, so. <laughs> can I just like walk like a step ahead of you, so it's not like directly there? Fine. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so, so you don't move the dagger, but she just steps one one <laughs> one step ahead, yeah. Um, and moves, and she goes to the fork on the road and says, "Which way was it?" Right. And she goes to the right, and there you are, and the opening of the cave. We don't see anyone else in there. You don't see anyone else. Climb on huh. the ceiling. 
<laughs> of course. We really need to have more outside things. I'm probably going to change a few things around. <laughs> um, I want to look at the stonework um, of this chair thrown thing. Because of my bad luck with rolling, I'm going to cast Guidance on myself, so I get a plus four on my ability checks. Okay. Can I check the dirt to see if anyone's been here? Yep. Uh, that would probably be a survival check. Ooh. I crit on that. What? Ooh, I know everything nice. about this throne <laughs> that is that there is to know about it. I love the casual plus 13 as well. Yes. This is like made of one piece. So it's like hewn out of the stone of this cave. And does it look like it's dwarven made? Does it look like it's made by stone giants? Can I see, tell that? Definitely stone giant made. made. Okay. Great. And how old is it? Like, give me decades or centuries. 300 years old at least. Okay. Uh, Rashad, you rolled a 19 on your survival check. Oh, no, the 24, sorry. 24. You don't, you don't see any traces of any humanoid having been in here. Okay. Only humanoid? So the only other possible entrance is the way we came or perhaps the water. Is the water salty or is it... Can I taste the water? Sure. Do you, do you want to taste the water? I don't want to taste the water, but what I do want to do is I want to put my weapon, my long iron rapier, into the water, and I'm going to uh, channel electricity through it with a spell called Lightning Lure. And if there is anything in the water, perhaps they'll get a shock and uh, jump out. So I'm going to electrify the water real quick. Uh, there's nothing coming out of the water. Hmm. Does it look deep? Does my weapon just go down far? Does it look like it's ankle deep? I would say it's like 10 feet deep. Well, I'm out of ideas. I guess he's not home. So, does anyone mind if we try to get his attention? I don't, says Adele. How do you propose we do that? So, I take a deep breath and I shout, Greetings in Giant. Oh, I forgot you could speak Giant. Yeah, and Adele looks at you and replies in giant. Oh, it's nice. You speak giant. I also speak giant. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. There's only one way in or out of this thing. Yep. Can I climb the waterfall? You definitely can. You can climb the uh, rock that's adjacent to the waterfall, for sure. Essentially to get to the top of the waterfall. As you're about 20 feet up, Adele is kind of at the edge of the cave and suddenly out of the stone comes this stone giant and he's not happy to be woken up with a bunch of intruders in his abode, in his kingdom and he takes Adele. I said greetings. He's not in the way. He's very, very uh, upset. Mm. Uh, he's not a morning person. <laughs> the stone giant just came out of the wall. He grabs the person who's next to him, which is Adele, throws her against the wall. She be she becomes unconscious. Uh, and he basically, he takes his right hand into the rock next to him and gets out a huge rock and throws it in, an, in a straight line at, uh, at Hedwig. Okay. And Hedwig, please make a dexterity saving throw. Lovely. Dwarves are known for their, for their uh, dexterity. 19... Nice. Okay, you are able to jump out of the way. Uh, you can decide which way. 
I would say it's safe to say, please roll initiative, everyone. So first up is Ahoy. Really killing it with the initiative rolls. I shoot my arrow. 20. Nice. 20. Nice. Yeah, that is definitely a hit. Then it's ZA plus 3. Mm-hmm. 8. 8 damage. All right. I'll do that again. No, that's, miss. that's a miss. And then I also will move myself and um, CD8 uh, our maximum up the up the wall. Uh, which for him is 40, and for me, I don't know. Uh, 30. 35, actually. 35, Because okay. you're a wood elf, so you so get now plus 5 to movement. We are 60. Wait, we are what? 50, no, 60 and 55 above the ground. Yes. Respectively. Cool. How tall is this giant? Do we know? Uh, Like 18 feet, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I thought he would be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think they're all roughly between like 18 and, or like 16 and 25 feet or something like that. Cool. It's actually the uh, the giant's turn and it, it wasn't a lot of pain, but he still didn't appreciate you like stabbing him with a little arrow. So he's going to hurl a rock at you. <gasps> oh no. Yep. And that's a 14. Oh, <laughs> that oh, that hit, yeah. oh no. Okay. So now you're going to take 4d10 plus 6 bludgeoning damage. 31 damage. Oh my god. Woof. Quite a I lot. Would be almost, I would be almost dead. I think everybody would be almost dead. And I think uh, Ahoy is too. I have 17 left. Next up, it's Hedwig's turn. I was standing next to the large chair on the east side. So I'm going to move toward the middle of the room in between uh, his eyesight um, as he was just looking at Ahoy, who is at the wall waterfall. So I'm going to move into his eyesight and I'm going to wave my arms and I'm going to say in giant, wait, we're sorry. We just want to talk. And then I will take the dodge action. Dodge means that all attacks against you have disadvantage. disadvantage. And I have advantage on deck saving throws. Um, so I'm just going to try not to die. <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay. Next up, it's the Redman's turn. I can see what uh, Boomhild is up to. So I'm going to, as a bonus action, enter my blade dance. I'm going to moonwalk back uh, closer to the entrance of the cave. Not too far. But just sl just out of the creature's melee reach, and uh, give Boom Hilda her space. But uh, I'm as part of my action. I'm going to cast Melf's Minute Meteors, which summons six tiny flaming balls of fire that swarm around me, and I'm going to begin juggling them. So to try and appear that uh, I'm not particularly dangerous, I'm just a happy jester. So you just summon some meteors, <laughs> yeah. sign of goodwill. Yeah, I'm look. I'm, I'm in the middle of a show. Okay, next up, it's Ahoy's turn. I guess I'll shoot my arrows again. Nothing else I can do. Uh, you could wait and see if he true. reacts to um, her, because she said, "Look, we're not here to fight." Technically, she does, but does Ahoy speak giant? Oh, that's well. Because I mean, her actions are kind of. She's waving and speaking in a language you understand. It seems kind of obvious. 
Okay, uh, Rashad, can you roll an inside check for me, please? Oh, good idea. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna, no. The, the, my DC was 10, and I'm sorry, you have a 9, so you don't know what they're doing. Cool. But I think it might be a good time to point out that there is something called um, to ready an action. Yes. Um, so let's say that you had passed, um, so that you could say, um, I'm going to ready an action. So it's one action, not your full turn, but you can say, I'm going to wait, and if he attacks um, Hedwig, I'm going to shoot him. So you would be able to like wait and see a little bit. Um, so that is a possibility in some situations to say, I want to wait and hold. So I can um, just like basically draw my bow. Yeah. And not but I, can I use my second attack if I do that? No. No, you can't, unfortunately, in that case. And also you didn't you didn't uh succeed in the inside check, so you don't know what's going on. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so yeah. Do your thing. I don't want to get hit again by a rock, so I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> I understand this sentiment completely. <laughs> in most cases, people are going to, um, you know, attack. But there are some cases where, um, yeah, there's other things to do. So I mentioned ready um, before. Um, I took the dodge action. So that's also something you could do. So it makes it you're, you're going to be really hard to hit for one turn. You can dash, which means you can move twice your speed what's the range of his rock throws how far can you realistically throw a rock 120 feet so you can dash uh, we mentioned before disengaging so if you were yeah. in yeah. um you can help someone if someone was uh injured you could go lend aid to help them from dying you can hide so you can make a stealth check so move and make a stealth check um and I think those are kind of like the major ones of things that okay. you can do. Sorry, yeah, I didn't know what I could do. Um, I guess I'll hide then. But you know, how long is the, how far is this, the rock throw? He can throw 60 feet or 240 feet with disadvantage. Oh, in that case, so it can't hit me again. So what I'll do is I will go up to be 80 feet above <laughs> the, <laughs> above. Yeah, nice. I'm already 50 feet up, though, right? Or 55 feet yeah, You can feet also up. just, like, go 35 feet and then hide, you know? Hmm, that's all I'll do. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I will go to be 35 feet, so I'm 60 feet now above the ground, and I will hide. Okay, please roll a stealth check. Oh, I have to do that. Yep. Plus six. Pfft, failed. You, th you think you're hidden, but you <laughs> might not be. Okay. Uh, he can't hate me anyways, so it's fine. Yeah. Cool. You're good. Not, uh, only if he comes closer. How? If the, you said if the vertical is greater, I just take you take the vertical. So the horizontal doesn't matter. I mean, he's 85 feet up, yes, but he's also 18 feet high, tall. And you can also throw it at disadvantage. What? What's that mean? That means he rolls twice and takes the lower result. Oh. Okay. And he has oh. a plus nine to do that. But it's... yeah. I'm so confused. Okay. We move on. Yeah, move on. Happened. Alex, your turn. I'm hidden. I'm away. No, next up next up it's the uh it's the giant's turn. No. Yeah. And he's going to move over to his throne and take out his great club that he stored there. That was just sitting there against the uh, against the wall in a, like a nook that you couldn't see. <laughs> um and this is the point where I have to decide what he's going to do. You know what? Fuck my plan. So he <laughs> he uh, he points his great club at you, Hedwig. 
Okay. And says, you come into my place, you intrude, and yet you want to talk. But I am a benevolent ruler, and I will permit you uh, to state why you have come here. And if I like your answer, we can talk some more. And if I don't like your answer, I will kill you. And then he uh, that's all he does in his turn. Okay. And next up, it's your turn. No pressure. Right. Um, am I making a rule for this or am I just talking? Yes. You're definitely going to make a persuasion check. Um, but also tell me what you're going to say. So I will either give you advantage or disadvantage or just have you make a normal roll. I'm also going to cast guidance on myself. For the three of us, it's a little bit of a long and strange story, but I'll try to keep it brief. We were sent to this part of the world by accident, and then we were helped by the the Aarakocra woman over there. She said that in exchange for helping us find the way to the next town, we needed to help her. She did not have a good mission. She was sent here to kill you, and we convinced her that she should not do that, and that we should come and see who you are and why she was here sent, and if we could find out why she was sent here to kill you. We don't want any trouble. We just want to go home. I will, I will first do an insight check okay. for, for the giant. He has a plus one to wisdom. Okay. Uh, but because you've said the truth, I'm just going to do that as a plus three. And if it's over 15, so the, I guess the DC is 16, uh, you have advantage okay. on your on your roll. Unfortunately, that's a nine plus three is 12. Ugh, so you bummer. just roll straight up. Okay. Boom. Damn. <laughs> 26. 26 persuasion. Wow, okay, I'm going to honor the dice roll <laughs> and just scrap my plans. Um, you can, he does not let go of his great club, but his grasp is maybe a little less forceful. And he says, who is she? All we know is that she is a vassal of a being named... All right, okay, and, and that he smirks. But we do not know who... Scotty is, and we do not know why she wants you dead. Interesting. He takes he takes Adele and lifts her up and takes a good look at her and the way she's dressed and like the, looking for an insignia of rank and everything. And he says, Scotty is my sister and we are four. And I do not know why she sent this one here. I do not know why she wants me dead. Hmm. Well, you guys clearly have a lot to talk about, so um, if you could point us to the direction of the next town, we'll uh, be get out of your guys' hair and let your uh, family uh, kerfuffle uh, reach its course. I will let you go. Sweet. If you promise me this. Have her and he... And he uh, kind of shakes Adele. Have her relay a message to my sister that I do not have any quarrel with her 
and I do not want any. I just want to be left alone. And every one of us should stay where they are in the realm that they are ruling. That seems fair. And he kind of places places Adele on the ground. Not not gently, but he doesn't throw her there, you know. <laughs> he's not overly careful, but he's also not like he doesn't want to hurt her or anything. I will lift you up this waterfall. And from there you can make your way out of this cave. The rest is up to you. I thank you. You have been most gracious. I am ready to leave. If uh, if I could just take this bird lady, just chop her over my shoulder <laughs> and uh, we'll be out of your hair. So the giant climbs up the rock and lifts you up over the waterfall and climbs down without kind of giving you a second look. Well, let's get out of here. <laughs> and you do. It yeah. kind of takes a while and a few more uh, dead ends and, you know, but you do not encounter anything... Um, you know, because it's just a huge, you, you're not going through like small tunnels, like the one from previously. You're mm -hmm. like, this is previously, this is, this is obviously his way out. So there are like, whatever could hinder him, there's no mm -hmm. threat to him and nobody dares go there. Okay. So you kind of make your way out of there and you come out of another entrance, not the one that you came into and... Mm -hmm. You're out of this cave, still in the middle of some forest that you'd have no <laughs> idea, like, that <laughs> you don't know anything about. And to find out where our adventurers go from here, tune in next time to Serially Hooked D&D. &D. Uh, for now, I want to thank all of my players for staying with me for, this first, for these first two episodes. Yay. And now you can get to level up to level six. Hooray! Woohoo! Is that good? Yeah, leveling, <laughs> leveling up is always good. Leveling up is yes. always good. All right, cool. So you, if you enjoy listening to us um, and want to help the podcast out, Alex, what's the best way that people can help us? Um, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And Adam, if people want to reach out and you know get in touch, how, what's the best way to go about that? Messenger Pigeon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or or if you're one of those tech savvy people, go to seriallyhooked.com and check out all of our contact information. 